Welcome to the Product and Cake podcast. Today with your hosts, Gonche. And Paul. And we are welcoming you to the brand new episode of Product and Cake, tackling the topic business-led versus product-led. And it's not about LEDs, it's about <laughs> strategy. Yeah, it was funny when I was searching a little bit for this topic to, um, to have more to say. I just searched organizations uh, that are business-led, but it showed me what happened. I touched the cable. Sorry. Ah, it's okay. Should we continue? Yeah, continue, <laughs> of course. Always continue. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so we are recording like this. You will hear everything. But yeah, so when I was searching for organizations that are business-led versus product-led, uh, Google suggested me to search for uh, corporations that are LED, and then it showed me a lot of lamps. So we are not going to talk about lamps. <laughs> we are going to talk about strategies. Exactly, because we stay with the main topic, product and technology, because we are both working in a um, technology company, basically, building the market leader car platform. And of course, it's a very big question how to maintain speed and be innovative even though you are the market leader and you reached a significant size of people who want to be involved, who want to be heard, who don't want to be overruled, all the stuff that comes with people. So it's a big, big topic and we will tackle the surface. And big thank you to Art, who is basically my manager and <laughs> was listening to the podcast episodes and suggested this topic. So in my next one-on-one, -on -one, based on this podcast, I need to justify <laughs> myself, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so this is a very important topic. And there are a lot of different ways that you can run the company and you can define the strategies for the company. It, is, it can be based on uh, the technologies that the company is using or the products that the company is going to build or based on the business. Uh, I think one of the, one of the books that, from my perspective went really deep into the topic was empowered um i think it's by marty kagan and it went really into the topics of empowered product teams how successful companies are dealing with their product teams how the product teams then um work on the technology of the of the company not as a service to the business but as the main aspect of the business and i would really recommend everyone to read it definitely so you're saying putting the product in the middle of the strategy because we are basically building a tech product yeah exactly so i At least this is what the, also the book uh, really touches upon, that you can deal with the company in two different ways. If you have, for example, a company that sells tickets for uh, trains and uh, buses online, are you considering your company a ticket uh, sales company or are you considering your company a technology company? So this even slightest uh, things that you use for the terminology to define your 
company has an impact on the way that you're running the business. So in one of the uh, ways, you are focusing more on the technologies that you're using. So it will be more innovative. It will be um, disrupting the market by using those technologies. But on the other side, if you are um, considering yourself a ticket sales company and just using technology as a service, uh, then you are just going to do the same thing that was happening offline, but online. Yeah, and that may be brings you to a situation where you don't get all the benefits from an online business. Because I think, especially in Germany, one of the biggest problems is that Germans tend to build an exact offline version online. <laughs> And that, of course, don't uses all the possibilities you have mm -hmm. in the technology world. Yeah, I, and I think in those scenarios, the tech teams, instead of being empowered and being the front and center of the business, they will turn into feature teams. They will turn into the teams that um, that everything is set on stone for them and they're just going to implement and build it. It's not going to be innovative. So we are talking very much about uh, organizational setup. Yeah, I found a definition of business-led versus product-led. I would really like to get your uh, thoughts about it because it's saying business-led teams were, are by definition pro where product decisions are driven by KPIs to grow revenue and profits. Mm -hmm. And product-led teams, in that kind of teams, the product decisions are driven by customer inputs to create a superior user experience. So... Basically, the, the initial spark that uh, pushes teams forward are from different sources. Very good point. Yeah, I agree. And to be honest, at least again, from my personal uh, perspective, I think if you are having a company or a business that is product-led or it's mainly run by the way that we are treating the cus customers of that specific product or the service, At the end of the day, you will meet the KPIs. At the end of the day, you will be successful. Again, from my very personal opinion. Um, and on the other side, when a company is mainly focused on KPIs, a lot of times those KPIs need to be aligned based on the consumer needs. You need to meet those needs, um, at least in the long run. So it might be profitable for Uh, for a short period of time, but then at, s at a certain point you realize that, or the consumers will realize that this is not necessarily to their benefit after a certain threshold. Yeah, exactly. The business-led approach um, puts what you said in the beginning, the, the tech team more into a workforce. So what mm -hmm. is going on is there's some kind of research that you need to have the following product uh, developed, then maybe the product manager is pitching it, then they are creating specifications. And next one, it goes into the development to afterwards check if the KPIs that were initially initially set are reached. Mm -hmm. So you degrade, degradate a complete part of the organization you are paying very well because it's hard to find engineers still. Um, and you put them into a situation where they just... Uh, follow orders more or less yeah yeah 
And I think there's a huge knowledge and dedication to, to the topic, ideally, that is not used in that approach. Yeah, that is that is exactly also what this uh, this book Empowered mentions that feature teams, which is in the same um, example that you mentioned, is the same thing. Feature teams are often tasked with creating a feature as quickly as possible, and they are tasked with that specific feature, so everything is already predefined. And empowered product teams are the teams that are empowered to solve consumer problems in ways that works for the business. So at the end of the day, the goal is having a sustainable business. Um, that's It's rarely the case that we are completely going to remove the business aspect from the company, um, but it is the different ways that we are going to meet those needs of the business. Yeah. Rutger Brechmann in his book Humankind is saying that um, people act like how you expect from them. And this empowered approach or also more product-led mm -hmm. um, requires all other parts of the organization to trust the product and tech team to have also the knowledge about the business mechanics. Mm -hmm. and the business model. And I think when you are not working in product and tech, you can make very much and educate your colleagues into that so that the knowledge is spread and then you can trust in the people that they will learn and understand and build a product that is meeting the expectations in the end. Yeah, and uh, so I think here uh, we should clarify something. When we are talking about a product-led a team or a business, we are not going to remove the roles of uh, supporting roles uh, in a lot of businesses such as um, or supporting functions in a lot of businesses such as HR. That HR person has a direct impact on the product. That a sales team member has a direct impact on the product. Yes, in this scenario, we are considering the team or the organization product-led, but it doesn't mean that only the product managers or only the tech people who have a direct access to the product um, are the are the frontier. Um, I think it's it's a mind a mind shift in every single person within the business. It's a mind shift, and it's also a question of how knowledge is uh, Uh, is going through the organization exactly because yeah. the sales teams they have so important knowledge about the customers and they know what the the customer is asking for and okay it's common sense that also product should talk to customers but it's more in a research way or in an experiment way um but the day-to-day -day business it's so valuable to get mm -hmm. that information and to yeah to to educate the people also there to find out what is important for the product and how can the exchange between between product and sales, but also HR and all the other functions can yeah, work. Yeah, I completely agree. When we talk about product-led, also often, at least recently, um, we hear it in the sense of product-led growth versus sales-led growth or marketing-led growth. Um, I think this is... Um, This is a new movement, or at least, again, in my, based on my research, I felt that this is quite 
uh, new or started in 2017-2018. So again, it's so still... super old. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to consider the birth of software around 1940, okay, uh, then it's it's quite new um, in the young life of uh, online businesses uh, that we are facing with product product led growth versus marketing led growth and sales led growth. So this time it's not necessarily about the organizational setup, but it is based on how we are going to grow the business from uh, one customer uh, to ten x. So it is um, comparing different setup of the, not necessarily the teams, but different setups of how we are going to improve our product. Are we going to improve our product based on the user's needs? Again, very similar to uh, to the organizations that what we put in the front and in the center, but it is the difference between are we going to, are we going to 10x our business mainly based on the relationship that the sales team has with um, with the customers based on the increases of um, prices of the service that the users are already getting or no, because there will be additional services that the consumer buys because the product is so good. And all of that are super important questions and I think multiple ways are totally valid to follow. Um, but it is important to to set intentional the approach and to explain mm. the approach to the team and set up the teams accordingly. Because having everything a little bit, that leads to chaos and to uh, yeah, bad prioritization or no prioritization at all. Because if you don't bring the teams intentionally together to follow one of these approaches, then you have conflicting um, needs. And we just recently discussed about that, that sales have requirements to product to meet mm -hmm. their business yeah. goals to get their bonus in the end of the year. But product wants to have product-led growth or, or product-led uh, strategy. And then they say, okay, sorry, but what you're just saying is not relevant for the long-term product. So mm -hmm. it's super, super complicated, but you need to bring that together. Exactly. And what you mentioned, I, I, I want to take with me that you mentioned it needs to be clear. It needs to be decided that, okay, we this is the way that we are going to move forward. And it needs to be clearly communicated with the team. Because if we have different understandings in the same organization, we are going to run very different directions. Yeah, especially in this crazy times we're living in, where <laughs> everything is chaotic. Um I think it's fair to to make a decision, but also explain that the decision is based on the information in that specific moment and that you will revalidate it and that mm -hmm. you are trying and that you are going forward. But you need to set some boundaries to have the people be creative in, in a certain direction and not in all directions at the same time. And I, of course, know that the people want to have long-term plans and they want to be sure that everything is set in stone and then they can follow that path. But we need to accept that this is not the time we're living in. We are not living in the, in the industry with, yeah. with the very young tech at all, but also not in the time where we can just relay 
that one decision we do today is valid for for all the time. Yeah, completely. I completely agree. Yeah, and again, this is uh, this comes back to a lot of different companies and different ways that they need to run their business. And the, we, I don't think we can say one simple solution or one single solution can work for every single business and every single company. I, for sure, personally prefer product-led growth, product-led businesses, empowered product teams. But I also understand that in a lot of businesses, this might be more damaging, uh, not only to the business, but to the people who are part of that business and have been working in a certain way for a very long time. You need to talk to the people in your organization. And it, of course, the, the, the businesses are different, but also the people are different. And maybe you have a super strong business person in your team And it makes totally mm -hmm. sense to let that person drive and define the strategy and roadmap. But it could also be the other way around. Or it could yeah. be that we need to try it for the next six months because of certain requirements from the market or from, from the strategy. Yeah, I agree. So in the end, don't follow a buzzword. Um, <laughs> learn about them, get your inspiration and then make an intentional decision and communicated and communicated wow so i hope that's your thing you take out of this episode and also read the product uh read the sorry the empowered book yes i would totally recommend it we add it to the show notes and don't forget to subscribe goodbye All right. So thank you for listening up to this point. I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. And if you have any feedback for us, we would love to hear it, right? Yes, totally. Feedback and questions and also opposite opinions are always welcome. And also if you have any recommendation for us, what topic to talk about, if you have any person in mind that you think we should interview for any specific topic you have in mind, we would love to hear that. So you can send it to us via email. Yeah, sure. Or via social media networks. You will find us, I guess. Yes. There will be some info of how to contact us in the description. Yeah. Look or, for it. Or send it via snail mail to mobility office and write <laughs> CO product and cake podcast. So a lot of people will know about the podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Let's do it. Thank you. And bye again.